0: You are listening to something rather than nothing. Creator and host, Ken Volante Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of
1: accent. Of what's going on there? It's, uh, it's uh, uh, New Dutch. <laughs> new Dutch. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, we're recording... Um, uh, we're recording something rather than nothing. And we have, uh, as a guest, uh, tonight, uh, BK Tuan, um, a poet, uh, professor, uh, teacher, and, um, somebody, somebody who I met a long time ago, we actually, uh, uh, have kept in touch uh, more or less uh, maybe online for a little bit amount of time, but, uh, certainly been uh, forever since we talked. Um, so this is, uh, this is a great, um really excited to talk with you uh BK and, and and reconnect but also uh ask you some some questions so I can learn more about um you know what you create and what you do but also of course you as a as a as a human being um and uh, the first question I have is uh you know going back uh as 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 a as a younger child what what were you what were you like what, how do you how did you see your personality when when you were younger or how do you see it now?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll answer that question but first it's, uh, it's a pleasure and honor to be on this uh, podcast and uh, yeah, it's been a long time. I think it was at two thousand or two thousand and one we were in Lucian Miller's uh, Buddhism in America seminar, a graduate school at UMass Amherst. was that right?
1: Abs- absolutely. My uh, daughter, my daughter, to put it uh, in not, a time frame, my daughter had just uh, been born. Uh, she's going to the University of Oregon this fall uh, just uh, to put it in congratulations, Wow. <laughs>
0: wow. So what, 18, 19 years ago. That's incredible. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I was just, you know, I didn't know what graduate school was like. Uh, but, I, you know, in terms of responding, answering your question, uh yeah, I mean, uh, I came here to America uh, when I was very young, and um, uh, we 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 first lived in Revere, Massachusetts. Then we uh, bought a home in Malden, uh, which is uh, another city over. And uh, there weren't a lot of um, Cambodians in Malden at that time, uh, and you know, going. Uh, through the various uh, school systems in that area, um, I, I was pretty miserable. I, I was a loner, an outsider. Uh, it just did not fit in. Uh, I was very much alienated. Uh, so in terms of what kind of, of, of a young person I was, I was uh, an outsider. And, um, and I think that shaped my um, uh, the way I see the world. And uh, I was looking for something to help me to give me a sense of anchor, uh, anchor, a sense of uh, stability, a sense of uh, a way of making sense of the world. And that was through reading, uh, through reading. And as, as, as other writers have talked about them, sure, many times before, you know, you get excited by a writer, um, and then you read and read, and uh, you, you exhaust the, the novels and the poetry, and then you start reading interviews. Uh, and then you start reading other writers, uh, you know, from that, and then you start emulating, uh, you want it to be Bukowski. you want it to be, uh, Carver, you want it to be Hemingway, and then you get tired of those guys because they're sort of super macho. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you, you know, you, you gravitate toward other writers and, you know, the contemporary stuff now, they're, they're pretty amazing and all over the place. And it's, it's quite fascinating. Uh, but, uh, yeah, being, being, being very different, uh, you know, uh, visibly different, uh, you know, uh, my name is is different from my peers' names, uh, uh, everything, uh, it, it definitely, um, yeah, it, it shaped me uh, in a way that, uh, you know, some good and bad in terms of the good stuff is, uh, without it, I don't think I would have turned into, uh, into the world of literature. Uh, but it was a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. Uh, so literature and music, uh, uh, you know those those, those uh, two uh, art forms, uh, they they helped me. They sustained me. Uh, they kept me going. Uh, so i'm I'm really a product of that. and the library too, the local library. Uh, but anyway, that, that that sort of answer, your question a little
1: bit? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we had talked before and and you had mentioned about how that has really impacted what you create. And one of the things that I've found, uh, maybe a supposition that I have, is that uh, some folks are really just compelled to throw themselves into those art forms and, um, you know, and identifying as an outsider for whatever reason uh, that that is, um, it provides possibly a different vantage point or a different um, approach uh, to, to create an art. Did, at a certain point in your life, did you, you have a need where you needed to create what you created? Like you didn't have a choice? Or is it, did you step aside and say, oh, you know, I need to, I want to write some things. I want to create this in order to process. I mean, did you feel compelled to do it? I guess it's, is the main question. Uh,
0: yeah, it's a... It's, uh... It started as sort of a kind of a psychological, emotional need. Um, you know, I, I wanted to talk about you know, how I came to be. Uh, and the experience of the refugee experience uh, has shaped me. And uh, also, being an orphan has shaped me. And I, you know, I've been carrying all these stories, uh, these feelings. And I really didn't know how to, uh, you know, how to, uh, uh, you know, how to express them, how to release them. Um, so at, at first it was really much about the need, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, to tell, to write, uh, about my experience, you know, then in the process of thinking about my life, uh, I also started to think about my family and, um, Uh, just amazed uh, in terms of what they went through and survived. uh, The the Cambodian genocide um, and in refugee camps, and also uh, uh, um, uh, the culture and uh, uh, and racism of America. Um, And uh, so I I started only to write about myself, I started to write about my family. Uh, especially my grandmother. Um, she was a, a a mother to me. Uh, when my mother died, uh, my grandmother took care of me and became my mother. So I, I write as a way to honor her memory, uh, as a way uh, as a way to pay homage to her, um, and 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 also about you know I write about my uncles and aunts. Uh, Uh, again as a way to document what they went through Uh, so in addition to that honoring and 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 paying homage but also to to give them uh you know uh, a voice uh to tell their stories because uh they you know they couldn't uh they they can't tell their stories uh their english isn't good enough uh they they you know they didn't have the kind of education uh, that i have had Um, so there's that that sense of, of, of obligation to uh family and then people in terms of, you know, Cambodian Americans. And then once I get through that, and there's other sort of um reasons for writing. about compulsion, obsession, all those things sort of seem to drive me. Like even now I, I still think about things and I still write, I still put them down. Uh you know, now I I write about my, my daughter, about being uh, a father for the first time. I'm working on a you know a, a, my third book of poetry, and that's all dedicated to my daughter, uh, the experience of being a father to a girl uh, during this uh, new America, this America that is in a state of turmoil, uh, this uh, Me Too movement, this Time Up sort of movement, uh, and then this uh, anti-immigration. Uh, sort of sentiment that's uh, been happening you know <laughs> for quite some time but it has exploded especially in the past uh, two three months um so uh there there's that sense of you know moving away from myself and family to uh, the social uh, uh, political uh, realm and then there's pleasure man there's this uh the pleasure of reading and the pleasure of writing of making something beautiful so there's there's all kinds of like in terms of um the 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 need to write um it it it's and the reasons uh, why i write there's all kinds uh, there
1: uh, any, any- yeah, and 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 I've 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 read um, both collections of your, your poetry, and it, it, it you, yeah yeah they're, 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 it's it's really incredible writing. And what I took what I took from it, um, uh, the word family was 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 big because you did animate. I mean, I I think you know when you're saying about you know trying to give voice, uh, we hear that a lot, but it's very important and i think you really do that consistently like the, to write in such a way where the reader connects with like what this person was like or or what they said but um both the when family is working well in 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 passing along uh, wisdom or just the, basically the ability to survive or what do we do or sharing resources or sharing food um but also when that is threatened i think that you know the the threat of you know of a a diaspora and or or being in a a vulnerable state um in a war-torn uh area i mean all those are attacks on that value and and that's Mm -hmm. you know what's important so i i see that um i see that uh uh, continually in in your writing you really get a sense of it and I think it was and so I was blessed at the beginning where I uh, where you're you're waiting uh, for your daughter and I think it was an homage to the <laughs> she's she's on her way uh, yeah. so it's kind of yeah. like in 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 time in in place and uh, yeah. yeah that it it's 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 really powerful um, so Again, got a sense of like, you know, um, you know, um, you know, your creative uh, process. Now, you're you're a professor and teacher as well. Um, mm-hmm. the, 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 as far as how those uh, interrelate, do you see the do, do, do you see yourself operating smooth in, in the fashion of teaching, you know, writing and literature, um, yeah. but also doing it for yourself?
0: Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm a very shy uh, and, and quiet uh, person in, uh, in public, um, so my job is to stand uh, in front of the classroom and ask questions, uh, listen to students, uh, uh, you know, uh, views and perspectives and opinions and, 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 and engage in discussion. So, uh, I'm not a, a what do you call it a charismatic teacher, and I think that you know, that, that has to do with sort of my own uh, early uh, background that I, I mentioned earlier. Um, but also, uh, but once you are teaching materials that are very personal and real to you, uh, my, my sort of uh, the key to overcoming that shyness is finding something that you're really passionate about. Uh, So there's, there's, there's a wonderful correlation between my scholarly work, which is uh, uh, looking at uh, Southeast Asian narratives, uh, poetry, autobiography, uh, memoir, fiction, uh, oral narratives, uh, through the lens of, of war and immigration and uh, home and identity and trauma and recovery and writing, it's all related to what I do in terms of my own creative work. So, you know, I kind of lucked out, uh, whether I was smart or just really, you know, fortunate to figure a way where uh, the teaching, the scholarly work, and the creative writing uh you know they're they're pretty much the same thing or at least they uh, they're, they're they're in different mediums uh, they're in different media right each, uh, each one of them is in different medium and uh, but at the same time they're they're tackling similar issues and concerns uh, uh, so you know for for me uh, yeah you uh, uh, you know, I I talked about the same thing in the classroom as I explore in my own writing. Um, so there's there's that, and I think student uh, students, uh, even though they're really, uh, I, I I work at Union College, and uh, it's it's, uh, it's a kind of place where uh, when I first arrived, I experienced a kind of culture shock—a um, uh, <laughs> liberal arts college, a private college that seems so foreign to me I, I i didn't i didn't know such a thing existed uh, before i arrived uh, at union uh, where students are you know some of them are very uh, you know very privileged uh, they they came from a, a very good background uh, economic uh, background so it's not just an issue of uh, uh, you know racial uh, differences ethnic differences but class differences uh, that I uh, experience but I think I think once you sort of uh, you know, teach in a way where where the students in spite or you know, of their differences can relate to you on a human level can relate and see that these things are very personal to you I think that that barrier is broken and you can connect um, so um, I, I don't know if, if that answer uh, your question but uh, uh, I mean, that's how I, I go about uh, with writing and and teaching and, uh, and different kinds of writings that I do.
1: Yeah, um, and you know, it's interesting you mentioned the piece about uh, you know with the with the private college and some of those things. Right before I had gone to the University of Massachusetts, before we met, mm. I had gone to Marquette University, mm. a, a Jesuit school. Yeah. Um, you know, very a lot of like you know, class and all that, uh, class yeah. issues and, and just being around a private institution, like prior to that, I thought I would never actually attend a private school. It's actually still a strange concept to me. Mm. And, um, it was a great experience. Um, but it was a difficult experience, uh, you know, at the time with, with, with those adjustments, but it was one that was, um, it, it was, it was like being in a, in, in, in a different, uh, different world. Um, and I'd imagine starting out and being on staff over there at Union. Of course, me being a Union union uh, labor movement guy, I love the <laughs> name of the... Uh, <laughs> what, what town is that in, uh, BK, I forget?
0: Uh,
1: in Schenectady, uh, I
0: thought so. okay. New York. Um, we're in the Albany and the Capital Region, um, not far from Albany.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, a, a couple questions very specifically about you know art as a concept. Um, sure. What is art?
0: That's a, that's a really big question, and I, I still don't, don't really know what it is. Um, you know, I, I know that uh, it's, it's beautiful and pleasurable. Uh, I know that it uh, connects me uh, uh, to, uh, you know, uh, to the community uh, and also connects me to uh, something more, something transcending, uh, something eternal, something, uh, uh, you know, sort of uh, uh, um, just transcending, something, you know, before uh, um, culture and, and, and language. Um, uh, you know, sometime I read a poem and um, a good one would sort of put me in... <laughs> A kind of a a, a good mental state you know there's a sense of uh of finding myself in in a kind of still point uh, in my life and 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 that's good stuff you know um so it's it's not just the the you know the social political cultural aspect of art but there's also something that transcends that too and um and yeah um you know I don't have a definition. Uh, I, I, I know that it's just—it uh, has to do with, with with beauty. It has to do with uh, something that is transcending, but also connects me um, to, uh, you know, to the uh, the world, uh, and then to. Uh, the world that's beyond this world.
1: Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but um, well, there's a, there's a there's a lot that does. Um, I mean, there's aspects of like how it impacts you emotionally, the sense of well-being uh, mm-hmm. that it gives you, the experience mm-hmm. of the sublime or spiritual. I mean, there are aspects, you know, that you were talking Absolutely. about with the yeah. e- e- eternal. Those components um, are mm-hmm. there. The yeah.
0: Philosopher, oh dear.
1: Yeah, well, time, I took man. a course. I took a course with uh, um, uh, Dr. Cheryl Foster at the University of Rhode Island. I actually will be a guest uh, on this show. Um, oh,
0: great!
1: Yeah, and uh, she taught a class called the Philosophy of Art. So, okay. you know, I'm asking you one question in an interview. I got four months to <laughs> to, to try to 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 try to tackle it, but um, it's 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 a great question and one of which not all philosophers have have grappled with. There's certain philosophical questions, like if you consider yourself a philosopher in history, kind of like have to have an opinion on each subject and. Uh, artists, you know, the philosophers haven't always. Uh, not each philosophers had like strong opinions on that. But if you go to back all the way to the Greeks, you know, and think about Plato's view of of, of poetry, I mean, he had mm-hmm. very bad things to say about poets yes. that they created. You know, kind of bad reflections of what was good and pure. So, there's, you know, it, it once you interrogate um, the question of art in a philosophical way, it, it becomes a lot of a lot of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, future episode, um, it will have her, and uh, it, it, it's a great question. Um, there's oh. one actually related related to you. There's a, there's um, Joanna Valente who you've worked uh, with right. before. Right. yeah, okay. she she Tell made. I, hello. Yeah, she, um, uh, she is a, fut- a future guest as well. And uh, my understanding now that you had done some poetry, but also she had done some drawings or sketchings that went along with that. Could could you mm. talk about that process and, and what your intent and what you're trying to do with that?
0: Yeah, I, I, I would like to, uh, to actually uh, send her uh, via email a list of questions about the process. You know, I was really interested in, in how she would uh, – ha- this is uh, – I'm just sort of uh, – uh, and I haven't thought about this very clearly, so the words might not be right. But how, how does she translate uh, from, what, from one medium to another? You know, what does she notice? What does she pick up? How does she uh, – how does the how, – how can she relate – my experience of being a refugee Cambodian orphan in America—how can how does she relate to that otherness? Uh, uh, so th- those are some questions that I, I really want her to tackle. Once she is done with uh, you know with uh, with her sketching with uh, with her artwork, um, uh, so you know I I kind of really. <laughs> I kind of sort of sent her an email and see if she's interested. And I just sent her the poem. So it's not a, a, a situation where you know, it goes back and forth, where there's a dialogue. Unfortunately, she's the one who's sort of responding to my poetry. It would be interesting if she were to sort of send me some of her artwork and I could write uh, you know, uh, poems out of that. Uh, Joanna is also yeah, yeah. a poet herself. Yes, uh, yes. So it would be very, very interesting, uh, you know, for her uh, to do that. But I am interested in that kind of conversation in terms of, you know, uh, you know how does, you know, how, how do you move from one medium to uh, uh, to another? You know, what do you notice? What, what do you emphasize? What, you know, what speaks to you? So those are questions that I like to ask her. Um, you know, once she's done with the project, like, you know, what 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 does she learn about 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 me as a poet and what did, and how does that shape her as an artist and those are questions that uh, that I've been thinking about but have not sent her that have not formulated them until now until you ask
1: me yeah she's probably going to be asked them twice once by <laughs> once by you and and once by me and I think you, even your idea of uh, you know if 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 you take you know um, you know, a picture or a sketching and then say, OK, we're you know, let me try to create a poem out of this. It's it's that kind of tra- trying to translate, um, you know, t- t- it's a process of translation of sorts. I mean, would a poem have a color? Would a poem have a w- w- would it be the images? And if so, if it has an image like, you know, is it the most powerful one? So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's- Good. Uh, yes. Let me know when that's on too. Let's I'll I'll let you know when that's on because we, we certainly have that. Um, and and um, and so we we got into like kind of what why you create and in, in some of the some of the processes and um, and I think uh, in part of the discussion around your teaching but also writing poetry and creating art um, at the same time. I think it connects to my question is, do you think that there's a duty uh, if you have an artistic inclination um, to 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 work or to help create other other artists um, if, if that's what you're doing?
0: Absolutely uh, not create other artists, but to support, to encourage. Um, I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a very lonely world. It's a brutal world, uh, uh, the process itself is uh, you know, it's a lonely experience of thinking and writing and creating art. And then, of course, the rejection, uh, you know, the uh, not getting this publication or this award or that. And now, you know, we have uh, in a good way uh, and also in a bad way so many poets out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, my job as a teacher uh, and also as, as a friend, um, is to encourage uh, other uh, uh, writers and poets and artists uh, because uh, we're such a, a very uh, a lonely uh, and brutal world that uh, we just need uh, uh, to let each other know that we're there for each other. Uh, and that's what I, I try to do you know, on social media, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or what have you, and also what I try to do as a teacher um, at, at my college uh, uh, I don't think I you know I create them but I, I like to push them I like to encourage them I like to uh, you know to expose them to different uh, kind of poetic forms and voices and ways of presenting ways of uh, telling stories ways of beginning and ways of ending and, uh, and and what do you do with the middle part and so on. Uh, so my job is really, uh, you know, help them uh, feel confident, help them show the different ways of uh, of doing, uh, you know, of writing and thinking and, 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 and acting in the world. Uh, and also, you know, I have friends, uh, uh, you know, Clint Margrave and Tony Gloker and uh, you know, Alan Catlin, and, uh, Alexa Roan Fancher. Uh, and uh, what we do is, uh, you know, we, we, we are nice to each other, we support each other. By, uh, hey, you know, sending an email out saying, uh, I have this draft. Can you look it over? You, you know, where are your thoughts? Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Ted Jonathan's another poet. Uh, you know, all these uh, people. Uh, anyway, uh, the point is, um, there is an obligation. You know, if we don't support each other, who will? <laughs> And the world doesn't see uh, art, uh, poetry, literature, humanities, as that significant, uh, you know. When uh, you know, and that's just the way it is, and the way it has been. Uh, but we are who we are. Uh, whatever happened, uh, you know, early in our life, whatever happened, this is who we are, and uh, uh, what we can do uh, instead of being petty and jealous. Uh, we are encouraging. We are kind. We are generous. Uh, uh, you know, that's 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 what I want to do, and that's what I, I've been trying to do uh, with uh, you know, writers, friends, and poet friends, and students. Um, uh, do what I can, and I lucked out. I, I, I have a, a lot of help from uh, you know other poets and writers too. So I'm just you know passing the baton. I'm just passing it forward. Uh, um, there, absolutely. Yeah, an an obligation, a duty to help other writers and poets. Um, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and, and poetry has a particular place uh, for me. As I mean, as the years go by, I mean, I had a heavy period of, of poetry, which which can happen, uh, you know, in reading and writing it uh, when I when I was younger, probably from, you know, say sixteen to you know probably early to mid twenties, and then you know other things happen or other art forms, and I didn't really pick up those volumes. And I think it was about two or three years ago, um, I was uh, reading Bukowski's poetry. I was reading. Uh, your stuff. There was um, mm-hmm. breakbeat, po- breakbeat poets. I got the mm. poetry magazine, and there's just there's this incredible vibrancy that I just—it oh, just, was yeah. like electricity, like. That just j- jolted me, um, jolted me again, and um, and of course where we uh, were at a time where we shared the same patch of earth over there at uh, Amherst with Emily Dickinson. <laughs> uh, we kind of I, I, I didn't quite know as much about her or read enough of her poetry uh, back then, but you know, of course that's where you know we met uh, back back then, and so right now um, when it comes to poetry itself all the power that it had and or kind of I had moved away from or not connected myself with a lot of that's uh back and it's and in particular um that this form of art poetry is is a big reason why I want to um uh talk to a variety of artists but of course um poets in 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 and of course you mm-hmm. um when it comes to you know, I mentioned some of that that um, some names of some past poets in in past history. um one of the questions I ask my guess, uh, which leads to the is you know, uh, why is there something rather than nothing is a little bit more connected to the process Do you, do you view what you create as as coming from is uh, coming from nothing uh, that that you've created, you've pulled it out of, um, from wherever it was, and and created something, or do you view it a different way?
0: Um, I, I would sort of instead of like that either or, either or uh, dichotomy, uh, I would see uh, that there's a complementary very relation uh, between the two, uh, you know, from, from nothingness and uh, and I guess uh, uh, from something, um, um, you know, I yeah i um, i think the the stuff that happens uh the earlier sort of work um uh, it 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 came out from the real world um from war and genocide from this historical rupture uh, where now my my family and other cambodians uh, are torn away from the the land. We, we had to find uh, refuge somewhere else. Uh, so it, it came out from that. Um, but the creation of it, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's certain memories, but you have to uh, construct that that memory uh, with, you know, by uh, stringing up words together. Uh, uh, so there's that I think uh, is uh, you know the creative process. I think uh, I think at the moment I'm moving away from narrative poetry, uh, not completely, but also you know. But at the same time, I am sort of trying to figure out ways to write. Uh, and there's a wonderful book uh, by Gregory Orr. I think that came out maybe two years ago. Uh, something called like a primer uh, for uh, poets and readers of poetry. Um, and he talks about like the two strands of poetry. One is narrative, another one's lyrical. Uh, the lyric is, uh, you know, it's the way, uh, it's much more abstract. And it, 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 it sort of exemplifies the way the mind works, the creative mind. And so I think that, that in that sense is, you know, we're talking about the, uh, the, the subconscious. We're talking about you know, how... Uh, we associate things, uh, the way our mind sort of moves. Um, you know, so I think in that in that sense is uh, you know so it's, there is that that movement from uh, something to nothingness uh, to the subconscious. I, I don't know what is the subconscious. is that, you know, is that a nothingness or is that also, something that it's repressed because society uh, said that, you know, you can't think this way, you can't act this way. So it's all uh, repressed and push further down into the subconscious. I don't know. Uh, but I think the creation itself is it is you, you are putting words together in a way that is new. Uh, uh, so in that sense, it's uh, you know, uh, uh, a kind of nothingness.
1: Um, yeah and uh i i i think b k you probably are a trained philosopher because you are asking me questions off the question you got you got the whole you got it down yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's yeah
0: it's just it's just teaching that's what we do we
1: ask questions. yeah absolutely and i i i love i love what i i've always liked to ask questions and i like to ask them in in this in this format because one of the things i've discovered in in doing the podcast is that it just creates the extra avenues. I'm a verbal processor. And when those avenues open up, I, I kind of like to explore them with who who I'm talking to. So the questions are just they're really the the prompt and you know, kind of keep things um, keep things moving. You had mentioned um, the importance of of music and obviously an overlap between music and poetry and, yeah. and that connection um, is is, you know, uh, is is powerful, right? You listen to that song. Uh, Absolutely, in, in in you know the songs that save your life, the songs Absolutely. that you hold you hold on to, and I know you've had that experience. Uh, I I have too, and um I've talked to other music fans, and and, and they they talk uh, they talk about that, and um we had uh, I think uh, in general a lot of um uh, uh, similar uh, musical tastes, and one of them was The Smiths and the kind of like a you know that darker kind of lonelier. Outsider, and um, which of course was inhabited um, uh, by Morrissey, and I've been asking Morrissey fans uh, lately because I think it's such a complicated question. Is mm-hmm. you know, you got somebody who is an artist who is you know outspoken, uh, a vegan, um, who is beloved within the Mexican and Mexican American uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> c- c- community, yeah. with 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 tribute bands in Espanol. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, kind of, uh, uh, Irish, uh, English and had identified more with his, maybe part of his Irish part of his heritage of, you know, being the outsider. And then, um, you have. You have all these uh, phenomenal songs that I and, and 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 you and I love, you know, both Smiths and, and then the Morrissey and we talk right. about them and, and quote them. And so you have all this art and you have all these things that he produced and then he has uh, troubling uh, is the most charitable way to put it, um, you know, comments around um, uh, those of the Islamic faith, um, uh, in, 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 uh, Asians and, uh, other groups that are at the least simply provocative or cryptic and, or, or at worst, uh, some would say that uh, an indictment is, is being racist. So the, the, the one, the one, the two questions I have is, is one is, you know, what, what, What's your what's your view on all this? And second, how does that view impact uh, your connection to um, to the music uh, to the music that you love?
0: Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's a, a, a difficult uh, question to, to answer. Um, you know, I'm I I remember uh, you know some time ago. Uh, there was a record store that decided to stop selling uh, Morrissey's uh, albums uh, because of his uh, right-wing, anti-immigrant, uh, um, you know, anti-Islam uh, uh, r- public sort of rhetorics. Right? Um, and I, I'm I'm against I'm against uh, censorship. Uh, uh, you know, let him sell his albums. I understand that he's fanning the flames. I understand that he's, you know, as a public figure, uh, for him to say something like that, uh, uh, there's some, you know, that people see that as a kind of validation of their views. Uh, I understand all of that. Uh, and uh, being a person of color myself, a you know, representation is is political; it's loaded, uh, and to have that negative portrayal uh, in public, uh, you know, has uh, uh, not only a legal uh, uh, ramifications but also psychological, in terms of how we feel about ourselves. Um, with that said, um, and I, I do think that. Uh, Uh, The Morrissey that I experienced uh, was the Smith and the early Morrissey in the 1990s. And those were mine. Those songs were, you know, I felt like they were speaking to me. Um, And uh, I can't, I can't sort of, it doesn't taint me. It doesn't, that was sort of, uh, there's a wonderful uh, uh, block response that Nick Cave wrote. Uh, 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 uh regarding this issue and i think i think i think i think his sort of position is something like you know you have to separate uh the art from the artist and once the uh, artist uh, 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 has his artwork out in public it's no longer his it's the audience who will make it theirs and i, I and I, I i feel that's that's very true from my perspective uh, you know, that, uh, you know, that, um, you know, that, that Morrissey, the Morrissey that I knew, um, that was, uh, and, and yeah, they, you know, his, his music, his songs uh, saved my life really. And, uh, and, um, you know, I, yeah, I think the best way to, to sort of think about it is this, uh, you know, separating that artwork from the artist. Um, and um, you don't want to sort of, you know, uh, to 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 censor and say you know, the artist and say you can't you can't do this you can't do that. Um, I'm, so for me, uh, you know, it's just very complicated as a person of color, but also as a writer, um, this is a challenging uh, uh, um, sort of question. I don't have easy answers, but I know that I, I I do not want to go and cross over the line of censorship. That I don't want to. Uh, uh, but I, I also think that, you know, as representation, you know, other people can't speak against uh, against Morrissey. Uh, other artists, uh, you know, other writers and poets, and musicians, uh, uh, and, and and the public, uh, you know, they can speak uh, uh, in response. But I don't think they should ever say, uh, you know, you, um, you know, I'm going to take your record off. I can't, you know, just, um, you know, um, so I, uh, so that's
1: sort of uh, there. There's a line there that I, I wouldn't cross. Um, does that make sense, Ken? Yeah, that does make sense. Um, and it's actually an active question. You know, I mean, it, it's not the first time the question's been asked. You know, P, You know, it's the Roman Polanski's films, Woody yeah. Allen's movies. You know, does is Annie Hall the same movie now that it was then? Is the youth of Mario Hemingway and you know Manhattan problematic? You know, I mean, so yeah. yeah I mean, I think it's a great um it's a great engaged question and i also think that uh, uh, both both you know not to speak for you but i I think as far as some of the artists that you know you and i are intrigued by um you're you're going to encounter some very like powerful uh you know very powerful reactions to what they do um you know i think of bukowski and you know the and and, in this you know i I say bukowski because You know you have to deal with his drinking you have to deal with his relationships um and 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 what and what that means um but when you when you read uh, when if you get bukowski you get bukowski and it's 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 this kind of like jolt um this kind of quick um, you know, access to—I don't know whether it's uh, anguish, joy, uh, way of living, way of not living. <laughs> yeah, um, I,
0: yeah. I, I again, that's another. You know, um, I, I wrote an essay uh, about my relationship with Bukowski. I think it's something called on uh, fathers, losses, and influences. Uh, And it's it's published uh, on this uh, uh, website, uh, this uh, online magazine called Numero Zank. Numero Zank, edited by uh, Douglas Glover, uh, a wonderful, smart uh, Canadian writer. Uh, And, and you know, Mikowski, uh, for me, as someone who's an outsider, I could relate to his stories, and I couldn't understand, I felt like I'm at home, because I was never at home when I was growing up in Malden. I was at home with Bukowski's world. Um, and I didn't have a father figure, so Bukowski became a kind of a literary father figure for me. Uh, and I did find uh, you know, a sense of comfort, a sense of familiarity. Like, oh, those are outsiders too, just like me. So I couldn't relate. But I know that his, uh, you know, um, his relationships with women, the way he writes, uh, the way he wrote about women, uh, and his attitudes about immigrants, you know, those were problematic. Uh, But I can't, I can't sort of deny and erase that moment when I encountered Bukowski and said, oh, I could relate. And because of Bukowski, I read other writers. Because of Bukowski, I knew of other writers. Because of Bukowski, I became a writer. So I can't really, so, you know, even though he's controversial, he's Bukowski. Um, the same thing with Morrissey. You know, that those people shaped me and influenced me. They gave me another life. I can't deny that. I, you know, I'm sure other people would, you know, disagree, and they figure ways to, you know, counter argue that. But at the moment, uh, in a very spontaneous response, I mean, that's that's really, uh, you know, how I look at it. How you know, and I, it, it would be, it would be false. I would be lying if I kind of denied Bukowski and you know, and said, oh, you know, he's just a, a, a male a white writer. Um, Oh, Morrissey, the same thing. It's just a, ra- a racist, uh, uh, you know, uh, a Brit uh, or an Irishman. Uh, um, and that I think, you know, uh, I, I would be untrue to myself uh, to say that. I do see the problems, but also, you know, uh, I have to recognize that uh, they were important to me. Uh, Absolutely important to me. I don't remember the last time I bought a Morrissey uh, album, Uh, you know, uh, probably in like 2000 or something. (laughs) Um, But I can't deny that that Morrissey was very important uh, to me, and the Smith was. And I responded to the words, the lyrics of Morrissey over the guitar uh, of uh, Johnny (laughs) Marr. And that's the, the initial moment. And the music, you know, came in after, um, and uh, that's how I listened to music back
1: then. Yeah, and that's how it, and that 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 comes through. And I think it's always come through. I think when we 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 would talk, is it hit you, and that's it's the power. Or it's the power. It's it's that feeling, and you know, there is a paucity of words uh, sometimes when you are trying to explain, like how did that song make you feel or after reading that poem what person were you after reading that poem it's not <laughs> it, it's it's not there's no um a quick answer and, and about poetry and i and 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 asked this question um because of just sheer interest and maybe an anecdotal impression but is poetry becoming more popular is is there a revival or is poetry just kind of always been there just in its in its space what's going on with poetry right now
0: I think there's uh, an exciting uh, wonderful frightening uh, explosion uh, with uh, especially with social media with Instagram and Twitter uh, and uh, you, you have uh, you know these young poets uh, uh, creating you know their own magazines and journals and publishing and you know they're the old guard it's um, you know they're they're gone they're insignificant now you have these young kids doing it and I think that's that's pretty pretty exciting. And uh, you know, and um, I've been reading. I've been reading uh, you know, this summer with a student, uh, Nick Slurry, the um, uh, contemporary poets, uh, and, uh, and some of them are you know wonderful and, and very good. So um, yeah, there's definitely uh, uh, this this explosion uh, uh, of, of wonderful stuff. But also, there's you know because there's so many. Uh, uh poets uh, uh, out there and writing all kinds of stuff that is uh the market is you know um uh, it's flood uh, flooded it's, um, uh, you know we're, we're inundated with, with poetry all over so you know it's, I, I don't know what's going to happen you know in the future in terms of you know uh, hopefully, uh, the good stuff will rise, and and who and what, and what does that mean anyway, in terms of the good stuff? Uh, I guess what it means is what I like, Objective. <laughs> uh, but I think at the moment it's just it's pretty all over the place, um, and you know there's some good and there's some stuff where like why is this poetry? You can just you know write it in 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 prose paragraph form, and it's it's fine. Uh, and then there's there's. There's other writers, young poets who just the way they phrase things, the way they see the world, uh, and you know, uh, and so on. Um, anyway, I think I think it's I think it's, it's, it's very new. I think social media, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. I think those, yeah, uh, those forms are you know, so sort of really challenging traditional. Print uh, traditional, uh, you know, it's decentered sort of um, the the world publishing. So we'll see what, what's going to happen to it. You know, I'm going to just keep on writing. I, I write what I need to write, and I, and I write what I what I love to write, and I will just keep on going. And I've I've lucked out in terms of getting publications uh, out there. I, I've been I've been I've been happy with that. Uh, but I, you know, I have a lot to learn um, as, as a writer, as a poet, and teaching is a great way to do that. <laughs> a Wonderful way to do that to learn so, new things.
1: And and, and of course, um, you, you know, uh, you get uh, you said a third volume coming out. Your first volume was called Gruel, and um, and the next one in, in So I was blessed. And of course, I've been calling you uh, BK, but that's not what the the name is on the book. Can you tell us how Bunkong became BK?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I assume people, uh, you know, think that uh, you know that that was trying to, uh, or that it came out of a place where, uh, you, know, you know, people who don't speak Khmer, who can't pronounce uh, Bun uh uh sort of um you know kind of give me that uh uh, that nickname that initials Um, but that wasn't the case um uh, back in the 1990s uh, i was an undergraduate at cal state long beach and uh, i was also uh, a kind of an assistant editor uh to uh, this uh wonderful friend for this journal called my voice in poetry the friend's name. His name uh, is uh, Tivet uh, Munkusam, and he's Khmer. And you know, we were working. The two of us were working together, uh, you know, creating this this journal where we publish uh, Cambodian American uh, writings, uh, poetry, song, uh, stories, uh, uh, anything, uh, because we we felt like. Um, uh, there was a need. There was uh, number one. There was an absence uh, of Khmer uh, Americans interested in the arts and humanities. They wanted to uh, you know, to create a space for that, uh, uh, where you know anyone who's interested in it can submit their work and we edit and 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 publish it. Uh, anyway, uh, Tevrit, um you know, uh, he calls me BK. And it just, it it got stuck. And and now my daughter, she knows me as BK. I I haven't told her my my real name yet. Um, (laughs) You know, so it came out of this sort of friendship, really. Uh, It didn't come out of like, you know, like, oh, uh, you know, some non Cambodian speakers uh, call me this and it got stuck. It was a Khmer person. Uh, So I really wanted to emphasize that it came out of friendship.
1: Really, and uh, uh, f- phonetically, um, is after the K in the first name. Sound uh, more or less a W sound there. Bun Uh, Bun Yeah. Bun. Yeah.
0: Bun yeah. 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 Anyway, it's all. You know, it's, it's 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 all good. But when I do write, I I, I like my my name my name uh, to be printed uh, next to the work. Uh, but I think, you know, everybody knows me as BK now, um, I think, uh, and, and I'm good with that because it was my choice to, to keep that uh, uh, out of that sort of you know, honor for that friend. Uh, so it, it just sticks. Um, it didn't come out of any negative sort of moment there. Uh, was, thanks for asking that as an opportunity for me to clarify that, that sort of uh, that, that narrative.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, so what about the uh, what about the next uh, collection of poetry? Anything you want to say about that? When that's coming?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be uh, the 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 end of this year, um, and um, um, you know, it's it's, it's it's a poem that as uh, a it's a book of poems that. Uh, trace uh, the beginning of uh, uh, being a father to uh, um, you know now my daughter is about four years old so it was like you know from zero to to three or so these poems that uh, document uh, the anxiety of being a father the anxiety of being a father to a girl and not a boy uh, you know uh, the uh, and they're, they're you know being a father is is political you know uh, 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 and and you know you pay attention to the way the, the world is now in terms of uh, and uh, you know, in terms of uh, how how women are, are treated uh, uh, and are expected uh, to do this to do that the inequalities the oppression so i all like, you know worry about this and you know as a father yourself. Um, to uh, you know, you you have a daughter. I think you know what I'm talking about. So um, you know, you know, so the 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 poems they all have to deal with with uh, with my daughter and uh, and with uh, you know with Trump America uh, to put it bluntly. Uh, so there's social political uh, elements uh, uh, in addition to it's you know, just raising a daughter. Uh, does that make sense um, there? Yeah. So I'm yeah,
1: pretty excited ab- about it. Uh, ab- yeah. Absolutely. Um it it does sound great and um yeah and you, like I said you can you can connect that through the specific poems um in the past and I know some uh that that you post um and uh they are they are incredible but what I what I actually the the piece that I like most about them is not uh, any you know just kind of like easy sense that uh, you know that that, that that put you at ease and and, and there are aspects of, of many of your poems that do that mm-hmm. I think it, it it has to do with the questions that you're asking in, in there the the things you're trying to interrogate in order to, uh, understand uh, experience and to pull what what you can from, and I think that's a huge, um, you know, huge motivation um, between art. And I think that's why the conversations that I've recorded thus far on the podcast, you know, yes, it's philosophy, yeah, it's art, and then there's a ton of psychology, right? There's there just yeah. there just is um, in kind of in in questioning and trying to figure out. There's some, um, you know, very similar processes uh, that are going on. Um, and uh, de- definitely look, definitely look forward uh, to that. Did you, did you, uh, in, you know, before I let you go, uh, the the question, the podcast in, uh, in general, and I know I asked in a different way, but uh, BK, why is there something rather than than nothing? Why is there anything?
0: Um, well, nothing is, for me, Nirvana, Um no attachment, um, you know. Um, but we're we're alive, you know. Uh, this is the way uh, the way life is. Uh, there's something, and there's something is good, uh, even though you know, at times uh, painful. Uh, but I think overall, it's good, and I like the something. I like it now. I like you know. The stuff that's happening in terms of being a father and having a daughter and, and, and all that stuff and being a teacher. being Something is good at the moment. And I hope to, to hold on to that view. Uh, it is good. Okay, I don't know if that answers the title of your uh, podcast, <laughs> but uh, it is. Life is, is good. Nothing is really... Um, I don't know what it is. I think we came out of nothingness, maybe. Um, and we're going to go back. But I like what we have now. Um, I suffered early on, uh, but then uh, you know I was saved, I was rescued, and now I just want to continue doing what I do and also help other, help others as best as I can.
1: Yeah. And I I, I really appreciate that. And I I just want to tell you, um, uh, BK, it's been it's just been a great pleasure, you know, for me, um, you know, uh, to be able to catch up with you, um, but also to be involved in uh, you know, this podcast and, uh, these, these questions that I'm asking, um, part of the reason why I'm doing it is in asking the questions, I'm just like generally interested in, in where it leads. And, um, you know, I, I've always considered you a a good friend. It's good to uh, reconnect, um, with you. And, um, uh, I just want to thank you uh, for your time and very much look forward to um, uh, the next, you know, your next volume. But I also know you do some intermittent uh, publishing, you know, get some of the, the poems out there. Um, I look forward to that as well. But um, um, best of luck with everything. And and, and thank you so much for uh, being on the podcast.
0: It's it's quite a pleasure, Ken. I, I really wish we could do more of this, not just for the podcast, but just uh, to catch up.
1: And how far are you from Portland? Uh, about ten minutes, just outside of Portland. Oh man, uh, happy
0: happy. Yeah, there's a conference, a writing uh, conference or scholarly conference that I could go to and, and and meet you. It's been a long time.
1: Absolutely, that'd be. That'd yeah. be just that'd be just absolutely uh, absolutely uh, fantastic, um, and uh, yeah, Portland, uh, and you know some of Portland. Um, be uh, yeah, it'll be uh, gr- great, great to see you again, and um, uh, real thrill uh, to connect back with you, uh, BK, and uh, uh, enjoy the rest of your vacation too. It's uh, I know you work hard; it's well deserved.
0: Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. All right, you take good care. Thanks, brother. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing.